It is Wednesday, my dudes. What's up and welcome to It's Wednesday, my dudes, a podcast about anything worth talking about over the last week. We've got the four boys boys back to talk whatever's on our minds, including Super Bowl commercials, halftime show, and the game itself. Not that it was much of a one. But first, we're talking Bachelor. And boys, it must be 1994, because for the first time this season, Pippin's taking the court without MJ. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) We had a surefire episode this week. Ups, downs. My emotions were torn to pieces this week, pretty much. You know, we started out on a high, rode the episode out. Nothing but sadness. But let's start the episode. We got MJ versus Jacenia cage match. (laughs) And we're going to kick this off. MJ talks about leading with example for the 50th time, and she says it to Jacenia. In case the first 47 times she said it, like, didn't get it across, she states it again. She leads by example. And who, who was pulled first? Was it Jacenia or MJ? Jacenia it was Jacenia. Jacenia yeah. gets pulled. And, like, so Jacenia was, I think she was exaggerating a little bit. She was like, you were the ringleader. And I was like, girl, like, Anna and Victoria were the ones leading the charge on all of this, but I think it's fun. I think Justenia is playing victim slash playing the game with yeah. Like I mean, she she has a she has a really good like I mean it's great strategy because like MJ's name has came up before, so mm. it was a good play on her part. You know that was a top ten move right there. Um, but <laughs> I think she was like I don't know. I thought she was playing it up a little bit. What'd you guys think? Absolutely, yeah, like, for sure. MJ's a dick and like really played into all the drama. And was definitely a part of it. But, like, I don't know why, as soon as, like, the two people who really were the whole cause of all the drama left, people start calling out everyone else, too. It's just like, calm down. Move on. Deal with it. Like, it's just, I, I don't it's know just pointing the finger. It's like, you're the latest and greatest, like, biggest issue we have. So they're going to point the finger, and all of the attention is going to be directed towards MJ. And then when MJ's gone, it's going to be directed towards somebody else. I mean, we saw that later in the episode, like, five minutes after MJ's gone, it's like, okay, who does the Bachelor world hate next? You know? It's just, like, there always has to be, like, somebody to hate. And it was gonna be MJ. She couldn't avoid it. She's out there trying to lead by example. Nobody wants to see it. She has a terrible example. I, that, oh, I hate that comment so much. It's it just, makes no sense at all. It's the only time I've ever heard someone say, like, I lead by example is, like, like, I take Other it back people to need to say it about you. You don't say I take, it about yourself. I take it to like high school, like basketball practice, like the kid on the team that like he's not playing, but he's trying to like be a leader and stuff. And he's like, coach is getting into him. And he's like, I lead by example, coach. And he's like trying to get points from the coach. But in reality, like he's not going to play like this is based <laughs> off of like my life, by the way. But anyway, um, <laughs> but it's just like. That's that's so unrelated to anything we're talking about right now. Like it's it's not a good argument. It's just unrelated. I just don't understand why everybody in this show is like they're lying about me. Like you're gonna see the tape. We're gonna check the tape at the end of the season. MJ Pippen. Everybody's check gonna tape. see what happened exactly. And like, but like they have to defend themselves at the moment though, because that's yeah. But they what, but what they happens. do it in their like little one inner like interviews with the camera there's no one else there like you know what they did and also mj's like bouncing back and forth between oh woe is me and like oh i'm back to my bad self like pick a lane and stay in it. we you can't keep bouncing bitch back and forth energy oh my god it was yeah. great that she called herself out for it though 
but her it was hair like fluff weak bitch it, moment. It was ridiculous. It was the that's most, a crazy like, person move. It was it was totally. She was like, I know I'm going home. This is my last bit of TV time. Like time to make a meme out of myself. You know what I mean? Like time to like get those clicks and get like people interested in what I'm doing. Like it was very 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 fake. When you start talking in the third person, it kind of yeah shows that you're cracking a little bit. But I love Jasenia called her Meredith because that's her actual name and not MK. <laughs> that was great. That Trying to be her so mom. Deep cuts, baby. Deep cuts. Did anybody okay, Meredith? Did anybody know that like beforehand? Mm-mm. I didn't. That's all I looked it up. I thought it was great. I thought it was she, Michael Jordan. She was. <laughs> <laughs> she was so offended by her own name, though. She was like, "You have no right." <laughs> that's a you're not my name. mom. <laughs> And just like the South lost the Civil War, she lost that war. She that was British, she's like, like yeah. Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> she was literally wearing a sexy, like, Revolutionary War soldier, like, Halloween outfit. Like, that's I like just a, love it. Like I a college outfit you wear at, like, a party. Yesterday. Me and Brian are watching yesterday. I just look at him. I'm like, is that, a, is that a dress or is that a jacket? Brian's just like, yes. Yes, it is. Just all of it. But yeah, we move into that. Matt pulls them both, pulls one aside, pulls the other one aside. MJ speaks a whole bunch of nonsense. I genuinely thought he was giving MJ the rose. The way, like, yeah. Matt is the king of, like, talking one way and then just going, but, and then it all just flips. But, uh, like, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I completely thought he was, like, giving the rose to MJ. And thank the Lord he did it. I'm, I'm going to give him a clap. This clap's going to go away later because I don't like him right now. But right now... <laughs> That's one clap for you, Matt James. Appreciate getting rid of MJ. After that, though, it was MJ said sent home. Justinia went back to the group. And then he canceled the cocktail hour, which they keep doing all the time, which makes no sense. Like, he's like, oh, it was emotionally draining. Dude talked to, like, three girls for, like, Matt. 15 minutes. And then it was like, yeah, that was too much. I love Dude. it. Matt, Matt, <laughs> Matt had to make one decision. He had to make one decision between two girls. And he's like, I can't do this, man. Like, no, no, no cocktail. <laughs> well, then we need to get did, into this. So did they, he sent one home, obviously, MJ Peace. And then he skips cocktail hour. And then they did the rose ceremony after, right? So like, it's not like he sent an extra person home. He sent probably one less that would have been home after the cocktail hour because he already sent MJ. So it's like... I, like you're not i don't know you're not doing anything more than what you would usually do like it's just a whole bunch of bs i feel like i just don't understand like they all complain about not having enough time to talk to each other and then they're like yeah but like let's not talk tonight it's like you've been there for like three weeks you talk to each of them for like 30 minutes max a week and then you're just like ah but i'm not feeling it right now it's like dude even if the you know who you're sending home talk to the ones that you're keeping like, I don't know why you wouldn't want to just, like, at least go talk to the three you're actually, like, interested in. It's so weird. And, hey. I mean, I feel like, like, this week I felt bad for the girls that went home. Because, like, with some of the people left, like, Serena C. And, like, Oof, you're, you're sending home Maggie <sighs> over her. Like, I just, I don't know. I just feel bad. Because, like, you, these girls know the other girls' personalities. And I don't think Matt's to the point yeah. where he can just pick them out, like, that quick. So, I don't to know. Be fair, I would though, feel like, terrible. Maggie seemed, like more shy so how many weeks in are we and like she didn't she got some time but she didn't get enough time to like really like etch her name in this what are you talking about just like he danced for her yeah Yeah. oh my god 
Yeah, end credit dancing. Thank God. <laughs> Imagine they put that in the actual show. Let's. Oh, one one other thing I love was when Matt was talking to MJ, and then he came like he was like, "Yeah, it's crazy." Like I haven't seen this side of MJ at all, and like she hasn't been this way around me. It's like Matt is literally surprised that the girls act differently around the other girls than they do around him. Like he's actually surprised about this shit. Like. Come on, man. He's just so, he's so goddamn naive. Maybe him and Kit are a perfect couple. If they're both just so <laughs> naive together. I just, yeah, I can't Kit. She just like, she's like that one-liner person in the whole season. Like, there's some drama going on. She's not particularly involved, but they just like flash to her and she's like, no way. And then they flash away. And it's like, <laughs> what, like, what are you doing here? Gonna be honest, I don't mind her. I, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I'm sure. And compared compared to like a lot of the other girls right now, I think she's fine. But like once we get into the nitty gritty, if she's still around, I'm gonna be like, get this twenty year old, twenty one year old, like the fuck out. Like she's not gonna Holmstown. That's that's for sure. But God, at that I cocktail hour, Serena C started blaming all the drama on Katie. That's where their beef. Yeah, for out of nowhere. Which and this is this is we see that we've first off we've already seen this this season where it's like. The bullies, bullies get pushed out, right? And so the other bullies are like, shit, if someone says my name, like, I'm going home. So now it's time to pick a target. And it's time for me to choose somebody else. Serena C made the worst choice she could have made on national television coming at Katie. I'd want to know where Serena C's funeral is because she <laughs> got put in the dirt on national television. <laughs> absolutely bodied open casket you think no, no you can't no. even identify you can't <laughs> even gone. you don't even know what the body looks like anymore it's so mangled <laughs> can't put that back together like she comes at katie first off the, my biggest issue is she's like all this drama has stopped me from getting time with matt you have been here since the start we are what episodes the six yeah yes you've yeah, been six. here for six episodes and you're still complaining about not spending time with Matt, that is your fault. That's yeah. not Katie's fault. That's not other people's fault. That is entirely your fault, Serena. And Serena, if you ever listen to this and you ever hear me talk about you, <laughs> and I we hope, know you will. We know I you hope will. you are a better person than you are on the show because you are not a good person on the show, Serena. And we will be having a conversation about this later. <laughs> Get her on the show. Made dad angry. But yeah, no, there's no, I don't understand her at all. Katie is like the best and just a sweetheart and fixes everything. And she was involved because she would say like, hey, we should stop doing this. That well, and, was her involvement in it. And and that's it. Serena C came at her. Katie was like, I didn't say any names. Yeah. I let all of yeah. you out each other. Like she was like, okay. I literally didn't say any names. You guys all started snitching on each other. So don't point this at me. Katie came with so many digs. And it was so good. I like, I understand why Serena's gonna like try to, okay, so she's gonna try to like blame somebody for something, right? And like make them look worse. She came in very unprepared for this discussion because I get that she, so like what she knows is that Katie runs away and then Matt comes back and says like, what's going on? Like there's bullying. So she doesn't know what Katie said to Matt, but like she can't just assume that Katie straight up said, Gave, like, a whole laundry list of, like, yeah, this person sucks, she's trash, she gotta go. Like, it's ridiculous. So I don't understand why, 
I, I just think she, she made such a terrible decision. Like, she should have found out more before bringing that up. Like, she is digging herself in her own, in her own grave, casket, whatever you want to call it. She's, like, unprepared. And it just completely blew up in her face, and it was great. I mean, she made it out alive, though. So yeah. I don't. I don't think for the whole someone thing else picks bullshit. up Katie's torch. We'll we'll get we'll get into it. Later. But, so the the rose <clears throat> ceremony happened after that, and they sent home Maggie, Brittany, and Ryan. Which Maggie kind of saw coming. She was like, I don't know. Maggie was, was just like Ma- Maggie was just like glad much. to be there. Like she yeah. was just like, yeah. this is cool. great. Yeah, I was looking for that Brittany redemption arc though. It ended yeah, way yeah. Too fast. I was surprised. Corey didn't think it was actually Brittany. He was like, "That's a different I, girl. I don't know her name." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "There's no way." Like, it just it frustrates you so much because it's like, why would you build that up and then just be like, "Yeah, she's gone." Like, not even really like a goodbye. It's just like, she, like, w- like walked right out. Again, I'm paying. I'm paying attention, I guess, and apparently just didn't see it. Like, she's just out, just like that. Wild. Yeah, that that one definitely surprised me. I was like, I do, yeah, because I definitely thought after after them having these accusations fly, I was hoping that like you know maybe we were gonna get like her on a one on one or something to lift her spirits because yeah, she's coming off the show and I'm sure she's probably already taken a lot of heat as is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that one that one surprised me. Ryan did not surprise. Ryan was a mess the entire. Sh- she was like, I'm ready for love. I was like, it's like, girl, like you've been here late. You need to be pulling him at all times. Like, mm-hmm. I know they didn't have cocktail here, but it's like, if, if I come in as one of the later girls, like in the second group, you have to be like all over him. Mad aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, or else he's just not going to notice you or talk to you. Well, and she was only there for like two weeks and she's like bawling her eyes out. Like, I love this guy. It's like, dude, yeah, but she dude, really Ryan was a hot mess. There was like the clip of her. I think it was her and Michelle outside, like screaming. I was like, oh, this yeah. girl, just- I was like, this girl needs to go, man. And Michelle, like what? That wasn't even like Michelle doing that. She was just like joining in because she thought it was goofy. Like, I'm pretty sure she was like cracking up in the middle of it. But also Ryan and Serena P look kind of similar, in my opinion. So like, you got to get rid of one of them. You don't want the same girl twice. Is Serena P still around? There's two Serenas? Yeah, yeah there's yeah. two Serenas. She, she was the one, she had the one-on-one with the charcuterie board. They looked very similar, at least in last night's episode. Like, maybe not all they the do. time, but same hair, you know. Serena P- was just channeling how sad she was to go back into quarantine, not on vacation. That's what it was. She, like, didn't <laughs> want to say it, but that's, we all know. I think Serena P kind of looks like Ryan, but maybe when Ryan was, like, 12 or 13. <laughs> Serena, like, P- that's, Serena that's P a is fair, tiny. That's a fair assessment. Yeah, like yeah, kids' Anyway, so those three got sent home. Not front runners. None of those were surprises, really. I, we, none of us had picked any of those as like who we thought was going to make it pretty far. So, no worries. We're moving on from that. Um, after the rose ceremonies, where Serena and C and Katie actually got like into it before it was when it was just like brought up slightly. Afterwards is where they had like screaming match, and then she came back down. Katie came back down from the elevator when Serena C was like trying to whisper to all the girls. It was like, I'm right here. You don't have to whisper anymore. Called her out again. Again. Serena C. If you're gonna mess with the bull, you better get ready for the <laughs> horns. Because, like, one, Katie was like, my favorite thing Katie said was like, just because you're like insecure with your relationship, like, mm-hmm. that's the only reason why you care about me right now. And like, she was just 
like it was point after point after point and serena c is just like i don't think you're here for matt and it's like where are you getting this like where did you get that from like it's it was it was so good and it it made it made me love katie even more like it was so good it makes later hurt even more you know how you stop bullying break them down you know how you stop bullying according to serena c though just don't bring it up there is no bullying it doesn't matter (laughs) But so after their spat and then nothing really came of it at that point, that's when they started trying to show a Heather pull up in her minivan to the front of the, the mansion and be like, where's Chris Harrison at? No, the best part about that again was they set it up again, like the week before where, or two weeks ago where it was like these girls, new girls all show up. It was like, oh yeah, I'm glad all the crazy's gone. It's like three, two, one. Okay. Here comes a whole nother act mm-hmm. to follow. It was great. I think like Serena C said it, it was like, oh, I'm glad that's yeah. over and this can be normal or something. It's like, uh, well, yeah. I, I like, I haven't watched the bachelor. Like this is like the first full season I'm ever watching. And Blast I well, hey, 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 I'm getting into it though. All right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, uh, I've never like seen this person and I already don't like them solely <laughs> on her videos that she like selfie videos that she's been taking in isolation they are so embarrassing for her so stupid they definitely told her that she has to do something so she can get like any kind of screen time while she's like in quarantine but why So like i don't blame her too much but i also don't like her at all right now anyways she's just something about her face if they want to get her on that much though that just means she's gone next week because otherwise she would have the rest of the season to be on on air (laughs) that's just my opinion that's my prediction I hate I hated when Heather first pulled up. They kept showing like the security cam footage. Yeah. It's yeah. like you literally there's a guy standing there with an actual camera. Like we <laughs> see him in the security footage. Just use the normal camera. Like I don't need the back and forth. Like just use the normal camera. It's definitely not a security camera though. It's yeah, definitely it's a like, regular camera just like duct taped to well, the top and the border the board the, the, yeah, the filter yeah. on it too. I was like no security camera ever looks like this. Yeah, big security yeah. camera guy here um but then when going <laughs> back to going back to her little videos and stuff completely agree with burn there's no there's no way they were her idea to do them like she definitely had to wasn't but, one like her just eating pizza and like no it was her, like, oh. it was her her head. balancing the pizza on her head oh yeah, yeah my yeah. biggest point and heather if this is your dream i'm sorry if you're tuning in but you are never gonna have a youtube channel like you cannot vlog don't ever try to vlog like it was just not interesting content like don't ever make a That's youtube fair. channel because it's if just it's not gonna producers work out. Were like you need to make a couple clips for us and the best you could come up with is i'll put pizza on my head it's like, ah. it was oh i i was cringing down to my soul like it was they painful want, so i know what her like job is all it said was she's from season, Colton season. Yeah, it didn't Colton say season. what on and on on Colton season. Her occupation was never been kissed. That's so, true. You said until until she got her kiss, and then it said <laughs> has been kissed until she left. <laughs> Which like great job production, cool. but man, that's obnoxious. That's incredible. I just want to know yeah. the type of person who's gonna drive however far she did. Like, I mean, obviously they had to have contacted her. This just wasn't spur. That of the is moment. not Cody. That is not her car. She is not driving that minivan. That minivan. Like, who is she toting around? Well, like, that's who? that's how they try to sell as her being a real person is that she drives a minivan. But security kind of, camera three was in the back of that minivan. <laughs> she, but she was like, yeah, my one of my best girlfriends uh, told me that 
me and this guy would be great together. So I'm going to crash in a national TV show and try to get married to him. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. She, if that's a real person, they're insane. Like, well, no, she was, yeah, she was mentioned when she was saying that she was mentioning it was Hannah Brown, like her and Hannah Brown are like besties and Hannah Brown, Tyler C and like Matt James have like hung out a ton. So Hannah Brown was trying to like play matchmaker, but also agreed. If your friend is just like, oh, you guys would be perfect together. It's like, wait, he's filming a show right now. I got to go. Like I'm driving there. I'm just going to show up. They better let me fucking on the show or else I'm losing it. Like. Do you know how many times I've told Brian that I have the perfect girl for him and he is still not married or hasn't crashed any national TV show? <laughs> None of them have been on TV shows before, so you don't know what I'm Then he would about. go do it. I mean, <laughs> I don't have anything better going for me right now. I'll go on TV. All right, we're going to go through the myself. MTV casting calls for the next show and just like oh, wait pick no. out some names. That's another thing I wanted to bring up, though, because did anybody see, instead of just a regular casting, yeah. it was like, if you I'm know seniors... Yeah. Yeah. Why seniors? What, is this going to be a senior bachelorette or bachelor it's in the go- future? It's going to be disgusting. I'm not a fan. <laughs> Very not interested. We've already watched I'm that. So sad. I watched some of Claire's season. We already watched that. Yeah, that's oh, true. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That was a heater. <laughs> you hear that, Claire? You're old. <laughs> You're barren. You can't have kids. Uh, the only way I'll watch it is if it's like 95 year olds. Like, don't give me, like, 50-year-olds. You want, want them to, to forget like, their own yes. names and contestant names <laughs> yes. throughout the whole yeah. show. They <laughs> all have to have a nurse that follows them around that, like, gives them the, their pills. Instead of cocktail hour, they have bingo hour, and yes. they're all just... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, night one, night one, when they're doing intros, typically they start at night. This is going to have to start at, like, 6 in the morning because they're just going to... Mm. They're going to forget <laughs> names left and right. Hey, he's going to come out. He's going to come out to say three names. He's going to be like, wait, where am I? And that's like, turn around and go back. They'll all be named Midge and, like, really old-timey names. Hey, Midge, that's my great-grandmother's you- name. <laughs> Wait, really? See? <laughs> yeah, See? It is. I, you're about to give me crap. Right? I was going to be like, I've never heard this name before. She, she's in my 92. Life. Yo, we're signing your grandma. Is she, uh, is she single and ready to be a contestant on The Bachelor? Uh, well, she's a widow, so I doubt it. So, yes. <laughs> so, you're saying well, there's a chance. Let's reel, let's reel it back from. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. After the Heather intro was Piper getting her one on one. Pump it up! So, like Cody was saying, Pippin getting his chance. MJ's out the, out the door. Little solo career action. Do we think this is MJ going to play some baseball, like a little detour and coming on back? Or do we think yeah. MJ's fully retired? This is no. post Wizards career. Like, MJ's just suspended. This so, MJ's re- going to be the producer then next season because she's going to invest in The Bachelor. Exactly. This is my rewrite of Space Jam, and MJ gets abducted by aliens, and then we just never hear from him again. That's what this is. Is the alien zaddy? Ooh, there. Oh. Oh. Yeah, MJ, if you're listening, we know uh, a nice Chicago guy. And he He'll sucks. He next sucks. Week. Yeah, listen to the pod next week. You and him will both suck together, though, so yeah. it'll be perfect. Special guest, though, Chicago's own zaddy, coming on next week, Valentine's Day episode. Stay tuned. <laughs> but Piper's one-on-one was actually like kind of dope. It was like the whole like carnival Ferris wheel thing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was that was so cool. It was you, a really cool date. If you watched last season, though, like literally like two months before this, they had that same date, 
but the budget was like literally like five dollars. Oh they had like yeah. One ride in like one stand with like cotton candy up there, and like that was it. Where this one they have like a full real thing. No, this this was a really really cool date. Um, my only thing was just like. I would feel terrible if, like, what if Piper, like, literally can't ride rides? Because it was, like, there were, like, a few, like, there were a few, what? like, gates up. What if, like, what if she gets sick? That's what I meant. Like, what if she gets, like, meant, nauseous? Like, physically can't all, get on the rides. All of, all, of these, all of these rides were, like, the twisty, spinny ones. Like, there was a Ferris mm-hmm. wheel, and then everything else was just, like, if you get any kind of motion sickness, you are puking everywhere. Yeah, when I, I saw that, I said to Cora, I was like, I can't do spinny rides. I could do, like, the one little Ferris wheel and like the rest of those, I would be so miserable. Like literally you would just be sitting there playing the little game they were playing where they're just <laughs> shooting water in, into the, uh, <laughs> the little thing. They just sit there the entire time, win every prize. Who were they playing against? Each like, other. That's so dumb. There was nobody like, else there. Like, I don't even think they could have been on the rides. There was no operators. No, I'm just, just thinking about it. Like, that'd be, how many games do you play? Like after like, like, Beating the rails offer in like one game, I might just be like done. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else with that. You're disgusting. Ew. But yeah, did <laughs> anybody see? The, did anybody see the one prize? The prize that Piper picked. Yeah, with the dragon. It was it was yeah. terrifying. There were all these like normal looking stuffed animals. She's like, I, I want the really no. fucked up looking one. Like this is what like are you some, doing? some carnival company brought this all in. If you notice, there was only one dragon. That's because production placed it there. Everything yeah. else has been that's, I was thinking that, that have too. been sitting there the entire year that are probably full of asbestos and who knows what else. No, Matt's just sitting off <laughs> in the corner asbestos. like the uh, like the Ryan meme from The Office. He's just like checking off a mark like, mm, that's a mm. bad choice. You're on my list. <laughs> nah, they play the lamest games though. Like if you're gonna what are the, what are the cool games at a carnival? The basketball hoop. The, the basketball, basketball hoop. Oh, Bro, you get you get Matt James with the ball shooting. I'd be like Kawhi that's Leonard. Right reincarnate like right here like but, it wasn't set up well they were like throwing darts at balloons and the balloons were just falling off without even being hit so that happens at carnivals though carnivals are pretty shoddy that one's pretty spot on for what they usually are <laughs> okay I don't know, they man. really <laughs> want to test that relationship though they get people actually at the carnival and you have them standing in lines nobody's going to get on a ride you're going to be annoyed it's going to be mm. awful it's not going to be a good thing. Pukes date. on your shoes. Pukes on the it's shoes. You day. get a candy apple. You bite into it. Your tooth comes out. It's just like a terrible day. You have to pay, pay forty bucks for some cotton candy. You pay ten dollars mm-hmm. just to get in, and another five dollars for every ride you want to get on. Exactly. exactly. But anyways, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> the set after the one-on-one was the group date, which much worse. Well, let's let's. No, I want I want to talk about. Piper's like dinner and stuff. Did she have a dinner? Did yeah. she say anything? No, she really she actually Piper's dinner was like I thought it was like a very re- like obviously stacked up to Abigail's like conversation, but like her her conversation was really like I thought that was like really like powerful, and I think that like got her a lot of like Get she, re- she really I didn't pay attention at all. She really opened up, so she was talking about how like because like Piper the last couple weeks has been like she's been kind of like losing it a little, you know. I've been like. Yeah, worried and like Piper's gonna like just fucking spiral and crumble. But she was like, "Oh, like growing up, my um, growing up, my my um, my parents like like in my family, we don't really talk about like love and stuff like that, and like they don't really like give me those words affirmation, and that's why they're so important to me." I thought that was like cool to see, and I thought that was like 
a very real conversation. Like that was very vulnerable of her to like say that and open up like that. Like, uh, yeah, it's fine. And she Come wasn't on. like a hot mess about it either. Like she was like tearing up, but like she was like, it was a good conversation. I th- it gave, it gave me a lot of points in her, for her. It's better than the alternative, which is not talking about anything. So like, yeah, like it's way better. It's way better than them like small talking and then her saying, I'm falling in love with you. It's way better than that. Rachel. Uh, uh, I Rachel. I think I'm falling in love with you. They only think that they are. (laughs) But yeah, I digress. Loved it. Loved it, though. Loved it. (laughs) So after that actually good date, they moved on to the group date, which was bowling hey is, all right you know what D- don't knock bowling my guy bowling is fun we need to I bring love, it back i love one. bowling not as a date where there's 10 people there why it's perfect competition well i don't know how many dates i'm going on when there's 10 people there anyway like oh, come on. all the time that's true that's fair <laughs> you never went no. to the bowling i thought alley it was like... i thought it was a breath of fresh air to get like a actual date going on they're not hunting in the woods for some nuts they're just bowling <laughs> and there's actually a point it's just bowl the winner gets to go on a date the group date and you move on and i thought it was actually like one of the less dramatic ones, which is probably maybe why That's you true. don't like it but i liked it i didn't i didn't buy those scores at all it was like <laughs> 300 to like 50 and then all of a sudden it's like 500 to 500 no that's impossible when they showed they showed like five girls walk up when they first got there and like three feet into the lane throw a gutter ball. Not like <laughs> it veered off at the end. I'm talking like they were aiming at different lanes and just threw it in the gutter. And then all of a sudden they're like later on, everyone's hitting strikes. They're like filming the person roll and then it hard cuts to the pins being knocked over. I was like, y'all are full of shit. Y'all are so full of shit. They just had to warm up. They all put stunt doubles back. in. The next time they pan over, you see like one of them with a beard and long hair, like a bad stunt double. Just ripping pins left and right. Uh, Abigail really blew it, though. She only needed three pins, and she threw a gutter ball to win it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, talk about a choke artist, man. Come on. That's where you, you channel what's it was. What's the name of who do you think you are? I am. Yeah. No clue. Pete, is, clue. It Pete Web- is it Pete, Pete, Pete Weber? Weber? Is it Pete no. Weber, like a backyard baseball character? No, it's Pete Wheeler. (laughs) (laughs) That that was close, though. I'll give it to you. I mean, yeah. No, who do you think you are? I am. Oh, wait. Is Pilot Pete's last name Weber? (laughs) (laughs) What's that guy's name? Now I'm bothered. I know what you're talking about. I am the best. That is why I did it. Yeah, that's where you channel him and you just like zone it and nail it. But it was so. So my favorite part was like the two teams, right? One team is, like, all people he's, like, kind of interested, like, they've had, like, one-on-ones and stuff. And the other team was, what, Jacenia, Ser- uh, Serena P. Abigail. Abigail. No, no, Abigail wasn't, no, I'm talking the pink team. Oh, the team the that pink, won. Uh, the, team that, the team that won was Chelsea. all girls. That, besides, like, Michelle, it was, like, all girls he hasn't had much time with. Michelle. They went, they went on, like, the after party. And I was, I like, I back. I was like, oh, he's definitely bringing the other girls in. He's like, I don't want to talk to them. Like, I don't want to talk to all the other ones. Chelsea's another one of those girls because she was on the winning team. Every episode, I swear, she complains that she doesn't get enough time. Which, like, I, yeah. I get it. But, like, at some point, you need to put yourself out there and make a point to make time. <laughs> but her reaction, because she was the one they cut to right before they brought the other girls back. 
and her reaction was priceless. She was so pissed. She didn't like want to seem like it, but she was very upset. Yeah. Funny. I was gonna say every girl on that date, they panned to like every single one of them talking to the camera, and every one of them complained about time. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you're all in the same boat. Get used to it. Even Michelle, who had a one-on-one, complained about time. Yep. Funny thing, just looked it up. The bowler's name is Pete Weber. So him and Pilot Pete both have the same. Pilot Pete is sure Peter Pilot Weber. Pete is Pete Weber too. Yeah, I just looked both up. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> I was like, I swear that's both their names, but I don't want to sound like an idiot. Way to fact but, check. But yeah, it was great. It was great on, on the group date where it's like the four girls are like, yeah, like we have a one four chance of getting this rose. Like, isn't this awesome? There's only four of us, and then the other girls are all like crying, and then it's like. No, actually, you're going on the date, too. It was like, these girls are going to be pissed. Can you imagine how great, messed up great it would have been, though, if he would have given the rose to somebody who was, who was on the losing team? Oh, oh that's what I was worried I was genuinely worried about it. I was like, this guy's, I think he's not going to realize how much of a slap in the face this is going to be to the other girls. <laughs> well, yeah, that would suck. I didn't even think about that. Also, like, being my first season watching this, I realized that you don't want him to say your name first. It's always the second or third that mm. gets the rose. They just, so last season was the first season, I'm a vet, yeah. I've been around for a while. Last season was like the first one, like Taisha was the first person I ever saw, like she gave like words of affirmation to like different people and then gave someone else the rose. Like I'd never yeah. seen that before and I loved it. Now I think they're like, oh, like people really, people really like this. So make sure you do this. Because yeah. I don't think, I don't think Matt thought of that on his own. No offense, yeah. but I just Before it was just did. like. Here's the rose, and they look at someone. Here you go. And it's like, eh, okay. Like, watching it, I wasn't sure if he, like, goes around the whole table and says something positive about everybody, and then they cut it out in production, and then they, you know what I mean? Do the Maybe. last person Maybe. last. Possible. I don't know. I want to see a fully, like, uncut episode of just everything in between just to see how, like, awkward it is. Because I'm sure there's so many random times their producers are like, hey, can you guys stop for a second? And they're like, uh, what? And then they go, like, adjust something, and they're like, all right, continue that conversation you're having. It'd be so weird. Take it from the top, please. And action. <laughs> but so after the bowling date, which went smoothly, it was compared fine. to everything else that has been going on, was Tyler C coming onto the show just to like pep talk, play some pool, just hang out because they're boys before a date with Katie. The batch, they know what they're doing with this man. They're like, the chicks love Tyler C. Mm. We're going to bring him on. Him and Matt are going to talk about nothing. They're literally going to talk just like, dang, man, how's it going? Well, I have like 10 girls here and I like all of them. Dang, man, that's crazy. But like the amount of times they just cut to like, this is Tyler C being hot. Like the amount of times they just cut to him just like hunched over the pool table. Like It's like, bro, like relax. All right. Like you can bring him on for like 30 seconds. Everyone's going to freak out. But they just not, they were like, we are going to show you this hot man 75 times in a three-minute conversation. Handsome Squidward makes his return with the uh, black turtleneck. Dude, the RT. it was so bad. It Dude. was exactly, again, it's Handsome Squidward. He's he all, wears turtlenecks all the time. I he, is, he is literally all limbs. Like, he is <laughs> all limbs. And neck. But, but then we move into Katie. Katie and him. Their date. Katie. Dude. Try not to cry, Rooks. Ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a minute here. Oof. Every date where it's like the fun date never ends well. well and that's, it always looks like it's going so well and they're always having a great time. But you could tell that it's like it's just them being buddies and friends. It's not them like on a date. 
When I said I said this, I think one of the either episode one or episode two, I think I said I love Katie, but like the like bro never wins like ever in the show. And they were going to this date. I was like, this is perfect for Katie, but they're not going to have like romantic moments during this date. Like, yeah, I was like, because Katie, Katie's the not out of these girls. None of these girls are going to be funny. Like Mm -hmm. fucking with Tyler C with the masseuse. None of them are going to be funny. But Katie. Katie like pinches nipples, dude. Use <laughs> a simple, hilarious thing using the roller, like starting in his lower back oh, and just going head. onto his head. All, all the had me so dying. Good. Like I was, I was dying. It was so good. Um. Oh, but then, well, then oh also God. we got even more. We got we literally went from seventy-five shots of Tyler C, like <laughs> to literally. Pantsless, shirtless Tyler C. Nipple with oil, with oil on him. Like, yeah, we. I see what you're doing. Okay, I see what you're doing, Bachelor. Also, for Matt James, why do you want your like really hot friend to be naked in front of your date? Like that's just. I don't think that's the move. I, I guess he's really confident in himself though, because like, yeah, he's really. If, if you, if you, yeah, that's a thing. Like, I would never, ever bring my girl around a shirtless Tyler C. Are you yeah. kidding me? She's not going to be my girlfriend anymore. She's going to be gone. Mm. Like, so there is a rumor that Tyler C is talking to one of the girls in the season now. And I saw that like a week or two ago. Thousand percent, Katie. There's no, there's, he didn't meet anyone else. And she just saw him na- like half naked for about like an hour. Like, 1000 percent, they're dating now, which sucks though, if it's actually true. Cause then. I- I don't think Katie's not going to do Bachelorette. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I bet it's somebody else. What bothered What bothered me about this date was that he, like, he obviously knew the date, and he knew that his relationship with Katie wasn't like the best or where it needed to be. But I, yeah. I hate the fact that he brought her on a date, basically knowing he was going to get rid of her. But like, yet she's yeah. meeting one of his friends because, like. Just like in an outside world situation, like meeting friends is like a big thing. And yeah. I feel like, I don't know, if you know you're going to get rid of this girl, why would you do that? And that was very like, well, that's, that's, that's a really good point. To that that's point, though, point. too, it's like if he really did, because I'm sure it like wasn't his whole reason. Like, I don't see not I don't see you in that way. He didn't say that, but he did like, it's like essentially say that. Like, if you feel that way, don't go on the funny date. Like, go on a romantic date and, like, try to get to know the person that way. Like, you're setting her up. Is that, like, you, like, exactly what you're saying, Cody. Like, you're setting her up to not change your mind about how you think about her. Unless, like, something random happens that you don't expect. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, a funny date, not a romantic date. Like, you're not like, gonna... like, why not switch the Piper and Katie dates? You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it can't be that hard of a thing to switch up but i don't know i also felt so bad for her though because once they got to dinner he asked her like what were you missing in your previous relationships that like ended them and she was like well honestly i just realized that i wasn't having fun in my relationships and i didn't have somebody to play along with and like i kind of learned that today as well because i had so much fun playing around with you and joking around and then he's like all right see ya yeah, I was like, good luck oh. finding it on the next guy. It was it painful. Me. Well, and this this moment happens a lot on the show, but typically it doesn't happen with like people that I like and very invested. Yeah. I'm very invested in Katie. I wanted I Katie know. like to be on the, even just have her on the show more. 
because she's just such a good like vibe on the show. But like, like, oh, she's just they they go on a super deep rant and then they keep cutting back to Matt and he mm-hmm. like he looks not that interested. Yeah. And then you hear the music get quiet and all yeah. of a sudden the sad violins start coming in and it's just like. I know exactly what's happening. Like, I know this is going to happen. And it was, oh, I was not. Corey were like on the couch, like put my arm on. I was like, he's going to say, but he's going to say, but he's going to say, but and then, like it paused. Went, but I was like, mm. it was just like, uh, well, and like, I always hate, like, and it was awesome hearing Katie talk. Cause like Katie, out of all the girls here, Katie is far and away the most self-aware, like 110%. Like she's like, I know exactly like what I was missing. Like I know what I want. That's why like I've had guys that I've talked to lately who are like, I haven't like, like taken to that next step or like rushed into because I know they're not what I want. Like mm-hmm. Katie's like, she knows exactly what she wants. And like, she said that, which I like love and respect, but like Matt, like if you're not feeling it, like just cut her off, man. I don't think they're allowed to do that. Cause this, ha- this has happened so many times on the show where like, they go on these huge, like, lovey-dovey, like, serious rants, and then it's like, that's sick, but, like, just your, like stuff's, your stuff's being taken out of the hotel right now. Well, and then not only that, but, like, before that, she was like, and Matt's just, like, the type of guy that I don't think would lead me on. Like, I think mm. she said that in, like, one of her pre-date clips, and then everything she did in that date was just, like, meeting friends, getting, like, deep conversation. And then I know he, like, has to hold the rose to make the decision. But that just has to hurt so much, especially it's it contradicted yeah. everything she said. So in uh, Hannah's season, though, she did stop Tyler C from having like a big speech. It was like the final two and he was going to propose and he like started talking and she immediately was like, just just let me speak first and told him like she wasn't going to. That's him, different which, though with the proposal. But that's they sometimes they let them do the yeah. whole proposal no the, pro- the proposal there are multiple where the person has given like an eight minute speech about how like they help them find love and like all this deep shit and then they're like yeah i'm picking the other person <laughs> i just love like picturing matt sitting there he's got his like dumb squidward face going on katie's pouring out her heart and in his earpiece is just yeah 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 no no let her let her keep going come on let her she's uh she's pouring her heart out she's pouring her heart no don't don't interject don't do it don't do it okay you're good break her heart go (laughs) take the pull the shot (laughs) yeah it was uh it was like in here i'm i'm taking my clap away you can't listeners you can't you can't see it but i'm I'm taking my clap away because (laughs) It was really, really a whole move there, Matt James, and I did not appreciate it. But yeah, so sad. Totes I don't know who my favorite is on the show anymore, but the biggest dagger of it all is that Serena C is still here, and Katie went home. That's oh. the worst part about it. She's so. And Serena now. C, I know they were taking the bag. Serena C was like, like grinning and stuff. I was like, I will literally fight you, like. It's the worst. And in the previews, it showed Serena and like a couple other different dates and stuff. Like she makes it another couple weeks or something, which I'm so sad about because kill, literally kill me. So how many girls go to hometowns? Four. Four. It's either it's four or five. I can't remember. I I thought no. I was gonna say four or three. I don't think it's five. Like at some point, do we get rid of one girl a week? So hometowns is hometowns is four. Because Fantasy Suites is three, and then the final episode's two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And that's, like, kind of the order. But yeah, only three went home this week, unless you count MJ, 
it, so maybe four. So mm-hmm. it will go like four and then three. And then I think that's like two go home each week until like the very last two, three weeks. Okay. A rookie over here. I told Don't you how that works. I told you this is all new. To I me. didn't know you like actually hadn't watched this that much. You were so on board of like. Hey, we we got some we got some listeners that that are noobs too. You know, we're gonna we're gonna. You got any questions, Cody? You let them fly. Other people might have the same questions. You honestly, know? Get big dirty Mike into the show, man. He hasn't seen a single episode. Honestly, the reason boys. like I was so into doing the podcast, like watching it, is because I watched the first two episodes with Amy already, and I've never yeah. seen it before. And I was like, I might as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm invested. I'm hooked. Good. We reeled you in surely and slowly. But so that wasn't even the final part of the episode, though. It ends with Heather actually coming on the show, strutting in, being like, hey, girls, and then like turning left. No, before that, though, someone. struggling with the door, fantastic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Fantastic. So good. <laughs> like, it was essentially like they locked the door just for the laugh. Them it was great. So them literally, like, someone had to watch that and be like, yo, should we edit that out? They're like, no, she looks <laughs> no. like an idiot. Leave it in. Hilarious. No, yeah, so good. But yeah, she comes in, struts her stuff, interrupts Piper and Matt, and Matt, I'm not going to do the bad laugh, reaction. But he just, bad just, reaction. Matt just throws the Kawhi Leonard laugh and goes, Heather, whoa, what are you doing here? And it's like, <laughs> what? She's wearing this a dress. beach, not a bathtub. <laughs> But she she's wearing a dress like do you think she's just coming to hang out? She wasn't like a former like bachelorette like she wants to be on the show, dude. Like let's let's process this as we're being a part of the show. Like let's process things. So he doesn't really know her, right? He knows of her but's never I, met her. As far I I I'm terrified to look it up because anytime yeah, you I look anything up for bachelor, you no spoilers. Scary stuff, but um, I don't, th- I don't think they like necessarily like have talked like one-on-one, like through like DMs or anything. I think it's just like same circles type things. Like okay. he's with Tyler like, C. She's best friends with Hannah. They've probably been around each other. It seemed like they knew each other, but she was like, Hey, nice to meet you. And he yeah. knew her name so mm-hmm. he could recognize her. So I don't know if it was just like, he knew her through like social media. No, like from Hannah Brown or something like that. I asked, it was just, I asked Amy the exact same question today and she yeah. said, they do not know each other. They just know of each other. Okay. Yeah. So confirmed. confirmed. Thank you, Amy. Yes. They're supposed to. They're apparently perfect for each other. Apparently, that's what that's what I heard. I think she has too much personality already. She, he needs yeah. boring. He needs Michelle. He needs like someone who's just gonna sit there and like read a book. And she wants to like jump around and like be all like quirky. Be quirky. Yep. That's the perfect. Until... That's the word I was gonna say. Yeah. And so that's that's where the episode wraps up. But then we got previews to next week. She's in tears. Because <laughs> she goes into the house of bullying. She, she walks right these, into it, man. All these girls. Girl was who, not ready. Who were literally apologizing the last time bullying brought up. Oh my God, I'm so sorry if we made you feel uncomfortable. Like that was never my intention. New girl shows up. Psych. And it's just, it's just one. It's one girl. And they're like, I'm going to get this bitch out of the house as soon as possible. Like, and she walks in and they're all just like immediately chirping. Like they're like, Oh, you were on Colton season, like you've had your time and stuff. It's like, first off, that's not how this show works. Like, yeah, that's not how this works. But number two, like, I would if I was seven weeks in at this point, and one girl came on the show, I would be so confident. I'd be like, yeah. this girl literally, like, no, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat her out. Like, and they're complaining, like, oh, if she gets a rose this weekend, I don't. How dare he? It's like, well, 
he's seen you for seven weeks and maybe he doesn't like you and there's a new girl and he's like, yeah, whatever, give her a week to figure it out. Like that shouldn't be a negative on his side but, if he does. That's the thing. New girl coming in, we already see Serena sees bully, bully spider senses start tangling and she's like, <laughs> oh, it's time to get this girl out. And she's, she's already afraid. being we an asshole. newcomer coming in. Exactly. And her. Well, what, cr- what cracked me up about this, too, is that she interrupted while he was talking to Piper, and Piper already has a rose, yet she is, like, so upset. Like, I get you're upset that you're getting interrupted, but you had time this week. You already have a rose. You're through to the next round, at least. Out of anybody, you don't deserve to be that upset. Have some confidence going to the next yeah. week, seeing yeah. as you know you're going to next That's week. That's what, like, I, like, and I, it's, it's real easy to sit from the couch and say this, but I would, like, I would really, like, like to believe that if I was on the show and I had been there since the start, if someone came in this late, I wouldn't be, like, shitting my pants over it. Like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be, like, oh, my God. Like, and I'm sure, I'm sure they play it up a little and, like, act a little more, like, emotional than they actually feel, but, like. I would be like so much more confident in my relationship with the like with the person rather than like someone who just showed up. Like, agreed. But so, who would update our votes for who we actually is going to think is going to win now? Because it's there's not that many people mm. left. So, anyone have a like vote right now? To start us off. Uh, I'll go first since I think I went first last week. I'm just gonna go for it. I'm going to stick with Piper because I feel like she had a solid week. She had the one-on-one with the Rose. Uh, so I think everything that I said last week about it kind of leading up to her continuing far into that show like mm-hmm. was confirmed this week with her getting the first date and everything. So I'm, I'm going to stick to it. Agreed. So to go through who's left for a recap for you, it's Abigail's left, Bree, Chelsea, Jasenia, Kit, Michelle, Piper, Rachel, Serena C, Serena P, and then Heather, who's the new girl. So, dude, no way Jasenia, Kit, or Serena C make it very far. Yep. I don't know about Serena P, because I feel like she hasn't had a lot of time recently. And I think Abigail is like, they're showing her kind of like break. And I feel like it's either next week she's going to have a big week, or she's just like going to like fade out. So... I, I'm going to just not agree with Cody because I don't want to agree with Cody. I'm going to say guy. it's Rachel because I said this like two weeks ago. She's not right for him, but they always pick the one that's not exactly right for him. So I'm sticking with Rachel. Just to go different because I don't like when all of us pick the same picks. I'll go Abigail. I see your point with like the producers seem to be like shying away from her, but I could see mm-hmm. that still being a good thing like i don't know it's a double-edged sword when you're not being referenced much on the show because it's either like you're going to be referenced a lot later and we don't need to see it or it's like yeah you're not an important character going on so mm-hmm. we'll like see you later but i feel like she we all know she's an important person going forward already and she's gotten a lot of time in the beginning and it's just been like as of late that she hasn't seen the yeah, camera as fair. much which i think is a good thing for her in this show so i think she, i think she'll make it at least past next week yeah. for sure and if he's like if she hasn't had a lot of one-on-one time with him but she still made it this far then and she's not crying to the camera the whole it. time yeah she's not crying to the camera she's like i don't know confident in herself in their relationship unlike serena c cough cough <laughs> so i think she'll be fine all right rooks who you have got who you have winning you know i 
Last so last week I said I'm picking Abigail just because I can't I don't think I want to vocalize on the air that I think Rachel's gonna win. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that, but do it. I, I think Rachel's gonna win. Yeah. Judging so I've been basically going off so Matt's been making good decisions, right? He's been getting people out that like <laughs> he's been getting people After out. After the episode where he gets Katie out, you're gonna say that, dude? No. Yikes. That's not <laughs> I'm coming around to my point. Okay, okay. Um so like I haven't been thinking Rachel just because I was like, oh, like Matt's really like genuinely seeing like who's a butthole and who's not being a good person. He's getting rid of them. And then this week happens and he gets yeah. rid of like someone who's like, I, I genuinely think Katie was there for him and she was like very open, and like vulnerable with him. And then so now I'm starting to look at him as like, OK, I think he's just going to be like dang like that girl's hot like i think like (laughs) it's gonna genuinely come down to just like someone who's and like burn said someone who's like not like that much to handle like i think rachel will literally just fall in line and do whatever like he like like and not like do whatever he wants that's not what i mean i mean like i just don't think she's gonna be a problem for him i think she's gonna love like the idea of being with him i again i will say i don't think she's really really all that interested in him i don't but Mm. i think she's gonna I think he's going to stick with her and I, cause and I want Abigail to win. I really, I think Abigail, Abigail and maybe Bree might have a dark horse run and Piper yeah. might pick things up too. Yeah. Um, cause that was, that was, I agree with Cody. Piper had a great episode. Um, Pipe it up. These, these past two episodes, she's really been piping it up, but, um, <laughs> but I think, I think Abigail, like, I think he's just like Byrne said, I think he's just not going to pick, like the right choice, the best person. No. I think he's going to pick someone who you like, I think he has like a lot of lust for Rachel. And I think he's like definitely mm-hmm. very like, like sexually charged and interested in her. <laughs> Ooh, it's sexually charged, sexually charged baby. But they just like, they don't talk about anything, but they always make out. Like there's a reason. Yeah. For that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. like, there's a reason I mean, she's for hot. That. Everyone knows that. Um, But I think, Unfortunately, I think my pick is changing, and I think Rachel's gonna win. So no like Heather's it. then. No Heather. I was, I was gonna say no one. Do you guys think she makes it at least past this week? Yes. Yes. Okay. If because the thing is, we we sh- they showed cuts of her crying. If she's crying, this and she group, goes. This group of girls can make that girl cry in one week. If she goes and tells Count Matt, oh yeah, this is like the most hostile thing I've ever dealt with. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Matt is like, okay, you guys all suck. Like, the beginning of this season, I was like, I actually was like, oh, I kind of like this group of girls. But the crazy ones have stayed, and the, like, okay ones have left. And now I hate, like, majority of them. Like, Mm. I hate most of them. I agree. I think she stays, too, just because I think there's people that can go home. Like, Serena C., Kit, and Jasenia, and even, like, Chelsea, I feel like he's, like, not that into i think kit's gonna stay for at least for a little bit i think um yeah i definitely uh, i definitely think just Jasenia just has a one-on-one which i think she's gonna get sent home on okay in the previews it looks like she, she has a one-on-one for sure i just think that's gonna be her like ticket out and yeah. then yeah serena c's gotta go because she's just the worst she sucks and I just yeah. think Chelsea, like, he's, like, talked to, and she's really nice, but I feel like he hasn't shown that he's, like, into her. So there's, like, a lot of girls left that he, like, can just, like, say, like, he knows he's not into, so he's going to keep Heather around for a little bit. 
Well, and then if they if they all make her cry within five minutes, like I feel like he's gonna feel bad <laughs> and just keep her there. They pushed her way uh, too much to just be done in one week. Like I could see her going, not next episode, but two episodes. But that's all they've been. Yeah. They've been promoing it so much for the last two weeks that I don't think they can just get rid of her night one. I think one week in the show, so in like two weeks, I think she'll be gone. Well, and there's no way they give her her own vlog series and don't keep her for at least a week. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. like, there's no way. Dude, she's the new David Dobrik in here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and let's move into Super Bowl 55. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. His first year there, take down the powerhouse Kansas City Chiefs. Shocked. Absolutely. Are you shocked, though? That's the thing. It's like, I want to oh. be shocked, but I'm really just like, I'm not, that sh- I'm not that surprised. I'm surprised at how it turned out. Not the final result of like them winning or whatever. I thought it was going to be close. It's a, a coin flip who wins either way. But the way it went down, I'm shocked at. Honestly, garbage. It was a garbage game. It was just like not entertaining after the first quarter. I don't think I watched like much of the second half at all. I was just doing stuff on my laptop with it in the background. Yeah, I faded out. The fourth quarter honestly was really entertaining though, just to like see Pat Mahomes try to pull anything out of his butt. Mm -hmm. What's it? Well, Pat, my thing is like, there's so many plays he had where I was like, dude, just throw the ball away and reset. Like, I know you're the yeah. king playmaker in the, running around the pocket, and you could he can throw it 60 yards without any effort, and, like, he does no-look passes. Like, he's crazy. I know. I know who Patrick Mahomes is. But, like, dude, like, just throw the ball out of bounds. There's certain plays where it's just, like, just literally come back and fight the next play. Like, that's fair. But they're down by a lot at that point. You kind of have to make something happen. Yeah. So some background for the game, though. Kansas City had two offensive tackles out for injuries. One of them got hurt last week. That was absolutely and that, huge. Oh, that, that, was, killed them. That, that was very, very apparent at the start of the game. Yes. Start, Shaq, middle, fending. Shaq Barrett and JPP literally just ate. And ate. And ate. Like, was it, it our was, boy Steven Wisniewski who was uh, mucking it up a little bit down there? Was it? Does he piece play tackle? No, he played. I think he's. I think he's a. I think. I think he's a center, isn't he? I thought. I, thought, I think they moved him around. I thought, I thought he moved around. Yeah. Oh well, no, I'm thinking. I always. I'm. I'm always. I'm thinking of AQ Shipley. He ruined everything. But so two tackles were out. There were no real COVID issues. Everyone was kind of cleared. There were two people on the Chiefs that were close contacts, but they never had a positive test, so they played. Antonio Brown was like battling some injuries, but he ended up playing. Pat Mahomes was battling his turf toe, but he ended up playing too. So. Other than those two tackles, pretty like drama-free leading up to it, though, which is good. But game starts out three and out immediately for Kansas City, which doesn't look good. But whatever, it's the first drive. That's fine. You Gotta get the back. nerves out. Yeah, Super Bowl nerves. And Kansas City always starts bad. Every single game last year in their, their Super Bowl run, they were down by double digits and they came back to win. They showed yeah. those stats. Like, they're down by 20 at one point in one of the games and they came back to win. So, like, my prediction last week was if they're not down by 20 at half, they're still in the game. And they were. They were, it was like 9 to like 23 at half or something. Yeah. And I was like, well, all, let's right, see, all the people, still. All the people I was watching with was like, this, because everyone I was watching with does not enjoy Tom Brady. A lot of, a lot of Pittsburgh Stuller fans. Wow. The minority of, in the country. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Crazy. They don't like Tom Brady. But like, they were like, this sucks. Like, this game stinks. I was like, everyone relax. 
the Chiefs, they made comebacks very yeah. in the playoffs a lot. Yeah. They've been proven. They've shown well, it. Didn't my biggest happen. frustration with that game and where, like, looking at the full game, it's hard to say that the Chiefs really had a chance by the end of it because there was no offensive line. Yeah. But, like, my biggest issue with the whole game and the turning point, I think, was when the Chiefs, with under a minute left, were taking timeouts to try to get the ball back to try to score before half. Like, the ball was at, like, the 35 or something, and it was, like, third and four. Yeah. And they took a timeout because they thought they would be able to get the ball back. And all that did, when the when Tampa Bay only had one timeout left, it gave them a stoppage of time. So then with, like, 40 minutes left and Tom Brady on, like, the 40 of his own, like, 40-yard line, he got the first down, shocked, and he still had one more timeout left. So at the very least, they're going to score a field goal and then touchdown. Like, instead of going into half down by, I think it was, I think it was, like, what, 14 to six at the time, they go in 14 or it's 21 to six. Like that's a big different, that's a change in the game. But as the Chiefs though, they're an aggressive team and you know, going against Tom Brady, he's going to score constantly. So you need to do everything you can to get points. I don't think that's that bad of a call. I don't, I I just think like, you kind of said it, like it's Tom Brady, he's going to get points. I think Everybody knows don't give him the ball as much as you can. Like everybody always says the game plan against Tom Brady is don't let him have the ball for that long. That's why people run their offenses differently to try to make sure that the ball is not in his hands. So I just think it's like a very simple decision they could have made to be like, well, we're down by one score right now. Let's just take it and see where it goes instead. of, And they got the ball back to start the next half. Like they could have scored a touchdown and tied the game. Like, they could have. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but like that was my biggest issue with the whole entire game. I think. Well, and tip typically, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with that typically. But the Chiefs have this explosive like downfield offense, but with how bad their O line looked from the jump, you have to know that like you're gonna have to dink and dunk more. Like you're not gonna have the time to have these like deep downfield developing plays. Mm. So I, I'm kind of with Corey on this just because like Gross. i do think like even if even <laughs> even if they have to go like 70 yards downfield like they're not gonna have time to do that like mahomes was getting pressured off the like off the snap like every other well, play so yeah. so i was watching espn uh yesterday morning and one of the stats i saw i think it was on like get up or something and mahomes scrambled for 498 yards like, not across the line of scrimmage. This is just horizontal, oh like, goodness. escaping pressure. But what also doesn't Wild. help either is after the uh, – I want to say Patriots because it was Brady. After the Buccaneers scored first, they go three and out again off of a Kelsey drop that he catches, mm. like, 99 out of 100 mm. times. Later in the game, I think Hill dropped the touchdown that went through his hands. Mm. And then somebody had one literally hit them in the face on that ball that Mahomes threw when he was, yes. like, horizontal oh, yeah. to the ground. Mm-hmm. They're his, running back to his skill players did not really help him all that much. Nobody was making plays like he was making plays. And he I think you can't blame that on Mahomes. He was making plays. It's not his fault that he's running for no. his life back there. But when he does make plays, you have to have guys downfielder who are going to help you out. And that just didn't happen at all. All his skill players did not help him out at all. Like you said, Kelsey catches everything normally. And so you throw it up to him. You expect him to come down with it. Tyreek Hill, though, they put up a stat after that game that Deontay Johnson and Tyreek Hill were the two that led the league in drops. And everyone knows Deontay Johnson was pathetic this year. So for having Tyreek Hill be up there with that is 
Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Did, did Hardman do anything? No, I, I don't remember. They, him. they yeah. didn't. Dude, they had like they had no time for anything to develop, and no. it was. Well, and that's the, I do agree. I know earlier I said like Mahomes needs to throw the ball away, but yeah, he definitely like he definitely didn't get help. Dude, I've never seen Kel- Kelsey beats up like corners that guard him. Yeah. Levante David and like Grant like p- mad props to him because he played he played lights out. lights out all playoffs, but especially this game, he was swatting Travis Kelsey away like he was jamming him up at the line like. Levante David had a hell of a game. Yeah. I don't know what their game plan was, but everyone needs to study that game yeah. to figure oh out the Kansas goodness. City Chiefs. So Mahomes' stats for the game were 26 for 49 for 270 yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions. And he didn't throw in a completion over 20 yards the entire game. So that's their off. That's how they get played. They dink and dunk. They throw some weird trickery motion to confuse you and then chuck it deep to Tyreek Hill. If you take that away from him, and then Kelsey drops the ball every time, like that's their offense. Yeah, like, there's no that's how there's they no, get bottled up. There's no setup. Yeah, I just I gen I had no clue Levante David had it in him to lock up Travis Kelsey like he did, and he did. He played a hell of a football game. Because yeah, usually it's like you can't double Tyreek and you can't double Kelsey, and then also cover all their other receivers at the same time. Mm-hmm. But if you have a player that's actually good enough to step up to the plate to like lock it, down one of them, well, especially if you if you're getting the pressure that they were getting, yeah. Kelsey Kelsey's the underneath guy. Kelsey's the safety. Like Kelsey's so good at finding space and holes in the zone and stuff. Yep. If you can take him away with one person and make it so all their stuff is the deep downfield progressing routes, yeah. If you're getting pressure, like they are just lost. Like yep. they yep. they are when, they are having problems when Mahomes has to sprint to his right one and a half seconds into his drop. He doesn't have time to find Kelsey turning around. And then Kelsey will run his curl route, turn around, see that Mahomes is nowhere near him, and then has to like go run left or right to find Mahomes to get open again. So, no, the pressure, absolutely the biggest reason that game went the way it did. Because it's the same thing on the other side of the way you beat Tom Brady is just hit him. Because he's a little pansy if you actually get him hurt and you hit him once. Like, just hit him hard one time and he gets scared. And they did not do that on their defense, but they did it the other way on Mahomes. Mahomes was pressured 29 times this game, which is the most in Super Bowl history, passing the previous record, which was 25. And then Tom Brady faced the fewest pressures in any Super Bowl of his career with four. Only getting pressured four times in a game. That'll do it. That means you had so much time in the pocket. And they ran the ball really well, so that helps a ton too. But hell, man. Pressured 29 times, and he only had 27 completions like or 26 completions like nuts absolutely nuts what i find crazy about this season with the buccaneers is how on the fly they just meshed they didn't have an off season because of the covid yeah like they didn't have a preseason to gel i mean brady and gronk have obviously been together in the past but gronk didn't it's coming out of retirement yep. and so he's got an entire new cast of receivers and I mean, their season wasn't the best. They came in as a wild card team. And to come in and win the Super Bowl, they just peaked at the right time. That's all they have to do with Brady is get into the playoffs. Well, so it's so insane that in this Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski scored twice. Twice, yeah. I love love Gronk. But if you would have told me this year, at the beginning of the year, 
oh, Bucks are making the Super Bowl. Gronk's going to score twice. I'd be like, you're an idiot. Like, there's no chance. I would have said Scotty Miller scores twice, but that's just me. Gross. I picked Scotty Miller for any time touchdown. You let me down, Cody. Uh, <laughs> I didn't start him this week in fantasy. That's why. The thing Cody was saying that I agree with that I've seen passed around on Twitter and stuff is like, they picked up so many players and they meshed so quickly, like you said, and they all specifically made a huge impact in this game. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, obviously. Gronk, two touchdowns. Antonio Brown had a touchdown. Fournette. And then Leonard Fournette also yep. had a touchdown too. All the people who actually scored were on that team last year. Yeah, it's crazy. So the thought is, I was listening to Ryan Hickey Radio, uh, shout out, uh, is how are teams in the NFL going to copy that now? Because you see it's working where you can just pick up pieces and make a mesh together. You don't have to have everyone have this time. So teams are going to copy that. It's not going to work. Is this interesting? Brady. It takes it takes such a specific like yep. nucleus though behind it. Well, and then on top of that, yeah, they made moves offensively, but this defense like like a lot of them have been there and were draft picks for this defense. They're dude Carlton Davis and Murphy Bunting like that that whole defense throughout the playoffs has looked so in sync and like yeah. on the same page like. I do. I think offense is definitely easier to pick and place people, but if you have a good defense backing it, like mm-hmm. that's what I think is going to be the game changer for people that are trying to copy this. Yeah, that defense, and then Bruce Arians as a coach with Tom Brady at quarterback, like you can't find that somewhere. You can't get a better nucleus, like you're saying, to like rah rah your team around them and actually get them like focused for a Super Bowl. Did you guys? That was a lot of their first Super Bowls. Do you guys see that Bruce Arians is the oldest coach to ever win a Super Bowl? He yeah. he does not. I mean, I know he's old. Tampa Bay Sun, dude. Tampa Bay Sun. <sighs> he doesn't look he's that old. that long. <laughs> and Bel- Belichick looks you so much older. You don't have to older. beat in Tampa Bay that long to get some sun, dude. <laughs> I just, that, that stat shocked me because I feel like all these like old-timey football coaches were always like really old looking. Obviously, it's because you can't keep as looking as young back then. But that, I did not Sports. expect him to be younger than Belichick. Yeah, it's strange. I was shocked by that too. But I think the stats specifically, like head coach, I feel like you see a lot of really old, like offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators because they like don't have the, they don't want to abandon their family to be a head coach and like deal with all that. You kind of have less responsibility. So I feel like it's usually more young guys being the head coach itself. Fair. Also, the Super Bowl made me realize that. I dislike Bill Belichick much more than I dislike Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I respect Tom Brady I, yeah. much more as a player. Like you can tell that he's the reason the Patriots were so good. I mean, after this yep. season he in total, because the Patriots Go, look well, terrible. Going back to your point, Cody, about like they put together this team basically in the offseason and they have a Super Bowl now, which is nuts. I think like two point two things I wanted to bring up with that. One is you don't do that without Brady, not just like his skill set, but literally just like. The idea of Tom Brady on that team is yeah. how you win a game. Because I look at that team, and maybe it's just me. Like, you guys know more about football than I do. But, like, I see players that were once very, very, very good at the time. Like, and then they just kind of disappeared. Like, whether or not they got, like, outrageous contracts, how the other things happen in their life, or whatever. Like, they maybe just went they, to other teams. They went to the Eagles. <laughs> Maybe they blew off their fingers Circa playing with 2000, fireworks. Whatever. Like all these things, though, because like I see like Indomitian Sue, JPP, uh, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown, 
Gronk and Brady, I'll throw them in. Yeah, they're not, obviously Brady's not like past his prime or whatever, but they're also like quote unquote misfits. Like they just like kind of fit into the seam. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, little shady action. He didn't play it down. He I know, he didn't do anything. Either. Hey, he still has a ring now. But anyway, Fair. like he I find it, if you take that team, put it all together, put still a decent quarterback, like, like, I don't know, insert quarterback here that is pretty good in the NFL. I think still the idea of Tom Brady and just knowing how many Super Bowls he's won and knowing that he's Tom Brady at like at quarterback is why that team is like, yeah, like no doubt in our mind, like we can win yeah. this Super Bowl. Just like all we have to do is make the playoffs. Well, for, the, for the first time in the NFL that I can remember, we have a team that was built like an NBA team. Because yeah. it's just like all the yeah. ring chasers following LeBron to wherever he goes. Everybody yeah. followed Brady. I just hope that's not like the future of the M- NFL. Because I already, like, I watched the NBA a ton. I don't love that. Like, I get that it's a part of the game. Like, all these giant one-year contracts just to get a ring or taking less money, depending on who you are. But I really hope that doesn't become the case in the NFL, at least on the offensive, like, skill position player side. It's definitely going to be harder for that to be the case, just size-wise, how many people you have to have on a field at a time, which is good, because, yeah, I agree. I don't want people to, like, chase like that. I like how trades are different, finally. The past, like, three, four years, there's been more ridiculous Madden-type trades, which is cool. It, it mixes it up. It's entertaining. Like, Matt Stafford going to the Rams and everything. But, yeah, I don't want people to just swap teams every year and chase one quarterback. But I think Tom Brady's pretty unique. I don't think there's anyone else out there that's going to, like, have that much pull to get that many players to come to this team. That's fair. Because like Corey was saying, if Tom Brady's not on that team, they don't get Antonio Brown. They don't get Gronk. They might not get Leonard Fournette to come all, all to join that team. And they had plenty of good pieces before that, though. Like, they could have won that Super Bowl with anyone other than Jameis Winston at quarterback. But he had Are so you guys, much pull. Do you guys want to see, to see Brady come back and, like, keep doing it? I, maybe not want, no. but would you not mind it? <laughs> At this point, I, 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 I wouldn't mind it because I kind of just think it's nuts. And realistically, how many years left do we have of it? Yeah, I don't think I like seeing Brady every year in the Super Bowl. But, like, I think it's kind of cool. Like, we pretty much hit the point. We're very close to the point, in my opinion, where it's going to be literally impossible to do this again. And I think that's kind of cool to be able to see that, like, in your lifetime. I don't. I mean, I personally don't mind it. I minded it when it was the Patriots. But now that yes. he's on a different team, like it's, you're witnessing history every single time he wins one. If it's not the birds, I don't mind it. Yeah. As a person, I hate him. As a player, I don't mind him as much anymore. Just how insane his stats are. Like we were saying before, it shows this year that he's more of the reason him and Belichick were so good in the, at the Patriots. And just the stats are just insane. Like you were saying, it's just cool to like witness it at this point. He's been mm-hmm. in 10 Super Bowls in 21 years. Every other year he's been in the Super Bowl, it's freaking wild. And he could win another three in a row. He, like, has, he has more Super Bowls himself than any franchise. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah, I think I think at this point I'm not, like, I'm totally just in, like, awe of him playing. Like, it's, like, it's, because, like, I mean, I, I think we're getting closer to the end of the road for him, but I just, like, it's unreal to watch him play. Like, this high of a level... Like, at this point in his career and everything he's accomplished, like, it's unreal. I'm just sad that Peyton Manning had his neck issue because I think he would still be in the same caliber. Because, like, 
at this point, you're just smart enough as a quarterback to know where the ball needs to go, and you just understand the offense well enough that you can just make things happen. And that's half of it for Brady. And the reason Peyton Manning was so bad at the end was his body fell apart. So I think Brady's going to play until he just physically can't. Yeah, I agree with that. I think as long as he proves to himself that he can keep winning, he's not going to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think he needs to miss playoffs either one or two years before he heavily thinks about it. <sighs> so it's going to be a while. Six, six Super Bowls. Also, this is what I'm hearing. Six Super Bowls, one by one quarterback is annoying. Seven. Eh, history. <laughs> I'll watch it. That's yeah, what I'm understanding. Yeah. Uh, let's, so, let's talk about that. Do we want to talk about the halftime performance? I feel like yeah. this was like, I've never seen more like on Twitter. It's either everyone loves it or everyone hates it. I was surprised people hated it that much. Me too. Honestly. Like it was just like very like very. Did they hate it? No. Yeah. A lot of people hated like it. hated it. What's, what's going on in the Twitter verse? I'm new to this. What's happening? I, I don't know. People. Well, people kept comparing it to like J-Lo and Shakira and all the past ones like Beyonce and stuff. I was like fine i get that those ones were kind of ridiculous but like i was into it i didn't realize like i knew that many weekend songs hey, and they're like big weekend guy good i so that's good. the thing cheers to the I, freaking weekend all right i'm <laughs> boo. Boo. <laughs> i'm Take one of the i from what it seems like i what i saw on twitter which granted twitter is a lot of just outrage but yeah i'm like just down the middle i thought it was whatever with the weekend like you're not gonna get some super fun performance because yeah. Like, half his song is, like, boning music. Like, half of his stuff is literally just, like, I'm trying to bone. The like baby-making music, like, man. He played, uh, he played Earned It, which was, like, the theme song for Fifty Shades, man. Like, I don't want to hey. hear this during the Super Bowl. I'm not people trying to are, sport a half-chub during this thing. People like, are in quarantine, trying to get a little busy at halftime real I, quick. I mean, I back. guess, but, like, it was just, I just don't think he was the right person for it. Yeah. And then also, his... He picked a lot of like his older stuff that was like sensual. It's like we you just need to pick different songs. It was he's not a good performer. I think he has really good music though. Cuz like he's I thought not he gonna, was a fine performer. I thought he like, I thought it, like vo- vocals, yeah, I thought he was sounding cool. great is fine. He has good music. Visually, visually. But like for JLo and Shakira and everything, they don't have 75 background dancers and he can't like dance and like run around the stage and put on a good show he kind of like stood around and kind of like moved and What's sang the, like, like it, was, it just it wasn't enough like energy i feel like for like the super bowl halftime show you know like yeah it's gotta be it's gotta be who was it was it creed in like the early 2000s where the, the, the angel is flying across the field the ball dude like i need that i Did need creed that. really play a super bowl yes. yeah oh, man. have you not seen this clip oh it's look up the video dude. I don't it's want. so if, good if you're listening along to us just i think if you just search <laughs> creed super bowl on youtube you're welcome the clip comes up because it's it is unbelievable they're electric that is that is the <laughs> definition of electric that's an electric so that's what we're comparing the weekend to and that's why people were mad that he wasn't good i mean to be honest that's my that's my ruler that's my measuring stick every okay. super bowl halftime show and i i didn't even watch that one live that's just youtube man that's i can't imagine memory. the electricity running through my veins at creed <laughs> flying around the stadium at halftime it's the best it's, it's so best. good man if you have it's not so seen good. it Go to YouTube. I, I just made sure I, you I go to YouTube care. and you just search Creed Super Bowl. It was in 2001. Unbelievable. I don't want to waste 15 minutes of my life. Heaters only. I think no. it's only it's, it's only seven minutes. Thing is, though, 
we listened to a lot of Creed back in the day. Mike and Jim had like three Creed CDs. I don't know how much that was my parents pushing it onto them, but like Creed was great. I don't mind Creed that much. The only reason you might not want to watch it is because you would have reached the peak in your life. And do you want to <laughs> reach that right now? That's Maybe thing. not. That's, that's why people hate hated the weekend's yeah. performance is because they're like, dude, Creed's performance, 2001, this is a joke. This is nonsense. This is amateur hour right now. Ugh, I thought the meme that came out of it, though, was pretty good. It, oh, the meme, any, the meme is good. There's there's so many good ones. It's all just the mere... The lights. Like, yeah, him stumbling through the maze, yeah. just like... Well, this is what confused me about the performance, though. So it started out with, like, that eerie, like, cityscape-type deal. Yeah. And everybody's, like, got their social distancing on. And I was like, oh, it's a social distance performance. I get it. Like, you can't really yeah. do that much. And he's, like, yeah. got the front stage, and he's going to do his thing. And he just stumble dances everywhere. It's not real dancing. He just like falls and catches himself. But then they open it up and then all these guys like rush into the middle. I was like, ah, I guess it's not a COVID performance. Then they don't care. Yep. And like, I thought it was good at the beginning. The middle when he's running around in the mirrors was like messing my with. favorite part. See, that was my <laughs> least favorite part. <laughs> I, was, I was, that was great. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm very lost and confused. And it's perfect. But once Brian wants to know what's going on, so if he doesn't know what's going on, just like the performer, he feels like he's included, and therefore it's a great show. I feel like they're challenging me. Do you guys remember last week when I said I was going to go to that bar, Tropicalia? Yes. Yeah. That is how. That is what every single person (laughs) walking around Tropicalia looks like. They're all just like, I don't know how the fuck I got here. I don't know why I'm here. What's life? Like, that's how every single person in Tropicalia looks. Sounds we, like we really need to go there next time we was go it, there. 100%. Isn't he supposed to be, like... Maybe I'm completely off base. I don't know much about the weekend. I thought he was, like, supposed to, like, be, like... Not Michael Jackson, but he tried to, like, model his image or something off of Michael Jackson. Am I, like, completely wrong there? I don't know that I much know, about the I have never talking. heard that. Okay. So I, I don't You're know. completely wrong. Is what we're <laughs> Anyway. whatever also going back to the whole covid performance i was like oh they're not going to use the field i get it they don't want to interact with the players also the band is on the they field came down to the field at the very end i enjoyed the end of the performance that left me liking it in the end so there you go i liked it honestly uh, like all the j-lo ones i was like i don't know i'm not into j-lo that much so i was like eh, whatever burns like i don't like butts <laughs> i mean I don't know. It was it's whatever. He doesn't want to get. I can't say. I can't say. I can't say you don't like butts, and then you start thinking about Jennifer Lopez's butt, and then you shake your head and are just like, eh. like that's not how this works. I'm not watching their halftime show, being like, man, I hope they shake their butt, and then it happens. I'm like, man, all right, that that was worth it. I'm gonna tell you right now. But you can knowing the weekend was at halftime. I went into it hoping he was gonna shake his butt. I'm gonna tell you right that right now. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we were missing. We just needed. We needed more butt shaking from the weekend. Yeah. That's what uh-huh. we're missing. Wasn't there a whole... I, I still need to look this up. This might be another Michael Jackson comment that nobody gives a crap about. Why what was the Michael whole storyline of like his like plastic surgery slash not plastic surgery? It's a character for his... like <sighs> Rooks, do you know more than I, I think, do? I think, it was, I think it was for a video or something. Yeah. And like he was like using it... like He was just like using it to like promote like it or something. Is he like a video or like some kind of like promotional right, I know, I know type thing? So it was like his music video. Or something. In one of his music videos, he's covered in bandages. Like, you know, the hundred people that were on the field, all those bandages on. And mm-hmm. it, that's part of like his storyline throughout his album is sort of a concept album of him telling a story of like 
how Hollywood will change you and how like you'll like go through plastic surgery and yeah, do all this bull crap. I did see and that And then there's, too. there's that one newer music video where he has all the plastic surgery on. It's mm. fake, but he has like a fake Hollywood face on. And that's like him progressing it and telling a story through his music videos and stuff like that. Yeah, there's like pictures of him out there with like black eyes and a bruised up nose and stuff without bandages yeah. on, but the bandages come in or that's when they got taken off or some deal like that. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's no great performance though. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna share my screen because there's this commercial that came on that happened during the super bowl but then was shown during the bachelorette too and there's a guy just a generic black guy but Corey was like is that drake oh, it's no. the beard dude and i thought he had a, a get up on with his hair for a, a quick glance dude this guy Corey, come on man Dude has Get locks. out of here. He's don't don't Big worry. Bird. Burn will post this on our Twitter if you want to see it. <laughs> it's the, uh, what the hell's his name? Oh, my thing's. David Diggs is not Drake, know. Corey. I don't know who that is. I well, don't know either, but I have no shit. Drake was in the State Farm commercial. You're getting them confused. Yes. The State Farm, honestly, State Farm commercial is one of my favorites. The Alexa one with Michael B. Jordan. Freaking great. And then there's one for the Paramount one. Where there's this oh, puppet yeah. that gets frostbite. Oh. Like, we're gonna have to amputate it. And then do the golf club. It was, it was wasn't it Jordan Speaks it off? I think it was Jordan yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Think it was. And they're like, oh, he's gonna need more club. It's curving <laughs> to the right. And I caught that out of the corner of my eye. I was like, did they just launch a puppet like off of a mountaintop? <laughs> and so I had to Google like puppet frostbite Super Bowl commercial. And it actually popped up. And I was so happy I could see it again. So if there was more than one result for that, I would have been shocked. <laughs> Wait, so was that, was that your favorite commercial then? The puppet one, yes, because it was the one that actually made me laugh. Okay. The Drake one was great because, like, it's just funny. The Alexa one was, like, kind of creepy. Do you guys, did you guys see that one? Yeah. I like yeah. That was probably my favorite. That was, like, one of the ones I saw. I missed a lot. It's, like, Alexa. They're talking about, like, Alexa can't, like, the box of it can't be like any better mm -hmm. and then it's like in the future and you can have it in like michael g Bor michael b jordan b. jordan yeah. michael g jordan <laughs> <laughs> michael b jordan's body and so she's like talking to him and their husband just like keeps walking by like who are you talking to it's great it's definitely a good one i like i didn't really watch many of the commercials i was like Ooh. i was in a household that had two dogs and i was just like those dogs are like three pounds, man. Come on. But they got to eat. No, I, no, I wasn't at my parents' place. I was, uh, we were with Rachel's brother. So it was a uh, husky. Fair. And then it was, a, uh, um, it was like a shepherd, some type of shepherd mix. His name was Husk. Spud, though. Great dog name. <laughs> Huskies suck. Yeah, that's true. I liked the uh, Tide commercial with Jason Alexander. Like, On the, the hoodie. Yeah, when I kept changing his expression. And then at the end, yeah, he's like, good. take my face off. I like that one. I like the Eminem one with Daniel Levy. When they were like apologizing with a bag of M and M's, and then he oh, hands it. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if this was a commercial, but I. I know. What? So the. If you the say Michael Jackson one, again, I'm gonna kill you. No, 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 no. The T-Mobile one with uh the voice judges or the voice. It was the voice, I think. Where it's like they cut out uh, and they the don't Gwen know what they're Stefani saying. One, Gwen yeah. Stefani and all of them, and then she like goes on a date with uh. Blake Shelton. What's his face? Yeah, Blake Shelton. I heard, like, was there actually one where it was a similar concept, but it was Brady and Gronk with the, like, coming back for the season? Was that actually a commercial? Oh, I or think no? there was one with Brady that I, think I saw cut. that today. Okay. Cause I heard it was, like, the same concept, and it was, like, 
Gronk is in retirement and then Brady is like calling him and he says like something about like enjoying retirement and like going to Florida and then like I don't know like Brady's talking about playing for Tampa and like I hope you're enjoying retirement and something like that and then it like cuts to Gronk and like on Gronk's end it's like I'm going to Florida you should come and then it's like out of retirement or something like that and he's like what and then it just goes to Florida yeah great concept I know there was a Brady commercial that got cut so there's a very high possibility that that was it good he doesn't need more money. <laughs> what about the uh, billions? What about dollars. the Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, Shaggy commercial for Cheetos? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny too. <laughs> but that's that's been that's been like a thing though. Like that's been that's existed before the Super Bowl. Oh, it has. Did it? I hadn't seen that. Yeah, I, it's it's on my it's it's all my Twitter feed every day. I don't know if my tweet my like if Twitter just knows I love Mila Kunis some or inside. something. No, no, you're but, just tweeting about Cheetos 24-7. Yeah, I know my, my Twitter's very Cheeto-heavy, and maybe that's what's happening. But <laughs> Wait, wait, regular? It's, it's, all my, it's been on my feed, like, every week. Regular last, Cheetos like, or hot Cheetos, though? Flame and Flame hot, 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 hot Cheetos. Don't even say hot Cheetos. If hot you're Cheetos. choosing regular Cheetos over Flame and Hot Cheetos, you're a psycho, and I don't I like will you. say... I will say Puff Cheeto Puffs, special place in the oh, heart. No. That's where oh, I was like I'm the always go-to. Love they make flaming like, hot Cheeto Puffs. Those hit the spot. They're so good. They make flaming hot Cheeto Puffs. Yes, I saw them at the Walmart near me. It's great. I Only the Amish people wow. make them. That's Drumming why. up business over in uh, Lancaster. Hey, they put the ads on the Super Bowl. I repeat them. That's how it works. <laughs> you loser. Moral of the story, go see Creed in 2001 performance. Yes, if there's, if there's one thing you take away from this podcast. Put it in the bio. Search. Put it in the bio. Go search. Put it in the bio. You're crazy. Go search Creed Super Bowl 2001 and you will be taken higher, as they say. Can you take me higher? Pipe it up.